What is up, everybody? It's Zach from at Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with yet another Slab Socks FC YouTube video. Big week for the sport of soccer. Champions League final, of course. Euro rosters were released. Kareem Benzema made it for France. England's provisional roster is out. Trent Alexander-Arnold is on it. But yeah, I'm. this video is going to be mostly about the Champions League. First, I want to talk about the U.S. game. That happened to, uh, today, Sunday, against Switzerland. The U.S. lost 2-1, to one, as you can see. And... While they took the game to Switzerland in the first half, as Greg Berhalter, the U.S. manager, said, tactically they were exposed at the back, um, especially in the second half when John Brooks, the center back, was taken off. They were missing Pulisic and Tyler Adams and Zach Steffen, too, who are three starters for the U.S. men's national team. This was definitely not a great result for the U.S., especially defensively. We were very poor. Attacking-wise, I mean, it was encouraging to see the U.S. take the game to a team, which we haven't done in years past. But again, that decisiveness in the final third was missing that you would expect to be brought by someone like Christian Pulisic. But yeah, plenty of things to work on for the U.S. men's national team. I know there's been lots of hype about the team. I've been included in hyping them up. But this was a kind of a humbling result today, one that brings you back down to earth. And I still think the future is very, very bright, but there's some stuff that's going to need to improve if this U.S. team is going to reach its potential. And then the big event of this week, the Champions League final, where Chelsea beat Man City 1-0 due to the Kai Havertz goal in the 42nd minute off a great pass from Mason Mount. Chelsea deserved winners of this game. But tactically, Guardiola got it all wrong, in my opinion, for two main reasons. First, not having, not starting the game with a defined center mid and instead playing Ilkay Gundogan in that position instead of a Rodri or Fernandinho, I believe burned City many times over the game. It left them open at the back. It, and, and then the other big problem was Kevin De Bruyne playing him as a striker diminished his influence on the game before his unfortunate injury as he was so far forward that he wasn't able to get the ball in space with runners in front of him to create. I believe that they sh Jesus should have started. De Bruyne should have been a bit deeper, and then you could get him the ball and have runners make runs and use his amazing right foot to find the passes, which is what he's so good at. And I think it was a bit of a waste for him to play striker. But that's... What Guardiola has proven to done in big matches, he likes to fiddle with things tactically, and it just it hasn't worked. And Thomas Teichel, credit to him, what, did what's been working for Chelsea, got it all right, and yeah, the better team won. Though really unfortunate injury for De Bruyne off the tough challenge from Rudiger, as you can see, a, an acute nose bone fracture and left orbital fracture with. The orbital bone fracture being the more serious injury. And people are saying he's that's a minimum injury being out for at least three weeks, 
which means he would miss at least the first two games, group stage games of the Euros for Belgium, which is not only a big blow to Belgium, but to uh, those who invested in his cards for the Euros because the group stage was a good opportunity for him to put some numbers up. But I still expect him to be back at some point during the Euros. He's going to probably have to be playing in one of those carbon fiber masks and all that, but he's still Kevin De Bruyne at the end of the day, and I still think he'll produce as long as he's put in the right position, which Guardiola failed to do so for City uh, in the Champions League final. And then this, as again, as a U.S. men's national team fan, this was absolutely amazing to see. Christian Pulisic in the USA sweatshirt celebrating a Champions League title win where he played in the game and created chances. It really shows it really shows the pathway for the young American uh, footballers that they can reach the top. And I think this will really help grow the game in the U.S. and grow the sport. Just for playing like for the U.S. national team player pool wise and then for the fan wise, too, which will help the card market in the long run, because the more Americans that enter into becoming uh, U.S. soccer fans, it means more American soccer card buyers there are, which is obviously better for the market. And then last thing I want to talk about in regards to the game with what happened like on the pitch is Angolo Conte. What a player yet again. He's been Chelsea's best player throughout the run all over the pitch uh, defensively. Nothing gets past him. He driving runs have created so many chances too. He just never tires. I just wanted to highlight his true rookie, the 2014 Panini foot for those looking to buy into his cards, just to have one of the best defensive midfielders of his generation and one of the most beloved players ever, just N'Golo Conte. I'm a Tottenham fan. I do not like Chelsea, but how can you not appreciate a player like him? Just never stops working, never stops running, does everything for the team, so selfless. Yeah, and he's just a magnificent player and really, really is a joy to watch. And he he represents all that is good in football, especially due to his story. He started out in the French second tier and then went to Leicester on a very small transfer fee and then won the Premier League there and then went to Chelsea. And now he's won the Champions League too and the World Cup with France. What a career. What a player. Also, I want to shout out uh, Aaron. What a what a great uh, year to become a Chelsea fan. His finally, he's finally like gotten into soccer, and he picked Chelsea to root for at the start of the season. And I mean, hats off to you. You've had it. You've had a really good so far. Top four Champions League title win. The future looks increasingly bright for Chelsea every day. Yeah, congratulations, man. You were right about the Champions League. I was wrong. I picked PSG to win, and then I picked City to win. But, yeah, Chelsea, at the end of the day, fully deserved wins. Now let's get into what this game meant for the card market. This is courtesy of uh, Slab Stocks Pro. Can't wait for you guys to be able to use this. The data is amazing. It's free. The charts look spectacular. You have the sales volume. You have the different trend lines. First thing I want to highlight is 
Mason Mount, Topps Chrome Sapphire, PSA 10. And this fits with the overall buy the rumor, sell the news trend that like we've seen in cards over the years where after a big event like a final or a championship, the player's card values drops, which you can see here with Mason Mount. Going leading up to the Champions League final, $864. And then the day after, $735. $130 loss, 15% loss because the hype, the the hype was there for him to win the title and it was baked in. And once it happens, people sell off. And then that creates the drop in price. But like you can see the growth started off. $510, but as the Champions League run progressed, it rose to 810 and then stayed pretty constant. And then you see the spike right before the Champions League final, as expected, because people were buying this card because they thought Mount would score and Chelsea would win. And when even though Chelsea won, Mount didn't get on the score sheet. So you see a bit of a drop in value. This is Kai Havertz's rookie in the Leverkusen shirt. And can, you can see... The journey these cards went on rose throughout the Champions League run and then dropped following a couple poor performances from him and then back up as people realized the final was coming up soon but then it got a little over juiced dropped back down to a more constant price of what it was doing at $175 and then the big spike following the title win as you can see when you look at the sales over the last week it was trending at between $164 and $175 before the final. Scores a goal. Goes up 50% to $261, just like that. So it really goes to show that, again, this trend has shown itself time and time again, that when you have a big moment in a big game, car prices 50% go 50% like that overnight which has happened with Havertz. And you can see the sales volume too. Six sales in the last week alone for him, which is almost 25% of all the sales of this card in its lifetime because people, the card became super liquid after the goal because everyone who watched the game that probably wasn't isn't in soccer cards full time but knows Havertz's name from the summer transfer window last year and then sees him score a goal and a winning goal in the Champions League final, they go to snap up his cards. And that leads to the sales volume A and the 50% price jump B. What does this mean for the market as a whole, though? This is a fantastic sign that A, people are really starting to pay attention to soccer. And this was helped too. I think these values, card values were helped by the Champions League final last year. It was held on, it was shown on CBS Sports in the U.S., which not many people have that channel. This year was on linear TV at CB, on CBS. Fortunately, the viewership numbers aren't out yet, but I, I, would, I would think the numbers will exceed 5 million people watching. I think it hasn't a chance to approach 10 million too, which would be a record for a Champions League uh, match in the United States. And with the more millions of people watching a game, the better for the card prices, as shown by this. Additionally, Havertz himself is an interesting buy, too, because I personally still would not be investing in Kai because he's had not the best season, especially being Chelsea's record signing. He's been a bit disappointing, though. 
especially under Lampard. He's done better with Teichel, and then he he's, should figure heavily for Germany this summer, but they're in an interesting spot as a team. They're in a team of transition, and they are not, as of now, one of the true, true favorites to win the Euros and really go deep. So if I had Havertz cards, which I don't, but if I did, I'd probably be selling off right now, taking my profit. That's going to be it for this week. Going to have some mailbag next week. Talk more Euro preview. So always like, comment, subscribe. DM me with any questions. Thanks for watching. Peace.